everyone. Welcome back to the Bearing Fruit Podcast. Thank you for joining me for yet another episode. If this is your first time stumbling upon this podcast, welcome. I'm so happy you are here and you are now a part of the family. Even if you are just tuning in for just one episode, thank you so much. Um, such a blessing every time we get new listeners um, and just even people who return back for another episode. Thank you so much. It really blesses the podcast and um, blesses me. You know, I feel so encouraged hearing about how either this podcast is helping you or blessing you in some way. Um, and yeah, it's honestly such a blessing. Um, so thank you so much for being here. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen, to tune in. Um, I hope your day is going great so far. Um, I hope you're having a great morning, great afternoon, great evening, whenever, wherever you're listening to this episode. If you do enjoy, end up end up enjoying this um, episode or if you do enjoy this podcast and you haven't followed the podcast, um, do give it a follow. Uh, uploads uh, every fortnight and if you want to be reminded when an episode is live, go ahead and click that little bell. You will get notified when an episode is live. Um, so yeah, that is one way where you can keep up to date or just you know follow along when an episode is when an episode is out because um if you guys don't have instagram or social media um there is a podcast instagram page on in on instagram obviously um and it's called bear at bearing fruit pod and i um I upload on there and remind you guys an episode has gone live or a new episode has gone live. Um, some I really try to do it on the day of, but sometimes, you know, obviously life is too busy and I honestly just forget. Um, so don't wait on me on there. Just click on the little bell, follow the podcast so you are notified when an episode goes live. But let's get straight into today's episode because today's episode is a really, really good um, topic and again, one I feel like is not talked about in the church. My aim with this podcast and realizing and coming to coming to realize honestly is the fact that a lot of these topics are just not talked about enough um, and it's something that needs to be. I mean, this topic, I feel like we, you know, we can get around it and we do have um, homilies or sermons or whatever you want to call it of, you know, the essentially today's topic is the flesh and the spirit, the war within. Um, so we do have, I guess, sometimes we have pastors and priests talk about this, but it's very rare that it's it's so talked about that it's just common knowledge. So for today's episode, I want to talk about um, the flesh versus the spirit. And again, something that is just so important, especially for young people. Um, it just needs to be ingrained in our minds that there is a war within ourselves, um, a constant battle. Um, and this battle only occurs if you are a follower of Christ. If you are not a follower of English, if you are not a follower of Christ, there is no war within. 
because your flesh wins every single time. But if you are a follower of Christ, there is the greatest wall. Greatest by greatest, I mean an incredible, not incredible. (laughs) I'm saying everything that I don't want to say. By greatest, I mean the most, like the largest form of war in within yourselves. And that is why when Christians give their lives or people, not Christians, people give their lives to Christ and become followers of Christ, it becomes harder to live a life abiding by God's will for us. And I didn't realize that until I did give my life to Christ um, a couple years ago. And I was like, why is this so much harder than what it was before? I thought, you know, when you find God, you are happy, joyful, peaceful, and everything is great. Everything is going well. And it is, but there is a war happening within that I didn't realize happens when you give your life to Christ. And I think people then start to realize, okay, this is way harder than I thought it was. I'm just going to go back. But no, you need to be aware and acknowledge the war that is happening within. And you need to partake in it by fighting it. And if you don't know exactly what I'm talking about, I'm going to base this episode on a chapter in the Bible. Um, This chapter is Romans chapter 8. And I'm going to read from verse 1 to 17. Just to give you a backstory of what we're going to talk about in this episode. So the chapter is called Life in the Spirit. And I think this, obviously, they might have um, different subheadings for different Bibles, like um, versions of Bibles. But this is what is in my Bible, Life in the Spirit. Um, So it reads, There is no condemnation now for those who live in union with Christ Jesus. For the law of the Spirit which brings us life in union with Christ Jesus, has set me free from the law of sin and death. What the law could not do, because human nature was weak, God did. And by human nature, we're talking about the flesh. He condemned sin in human nature by sending his own son, who came with a nature like our sinful nature, to do away with sin. God did this so that the righteous demands of the law might be fully satisfied in us who live according to the spirit and not according to the human nature. Those who live as the human nature tells them to have their minds controlled by what the human nature wants. Those who live as the spirit tells them to have their minds controlled by what the spirit wants. To be To be controlled by human nature results in death. Wow, that wasn't even subtle. I'm going to read that again. To be controlled by human nature results in death. And to be controlled by the spirit results in life and peace. And so people become enemies of God when they are controlled by their human nature. For they do not believe or obey God's law. And in fact, they cannot obey it. Those who obey their human nature cannot please God. I'm going to read that again. 
those who obey their human nature, in other words, flesh, cannot please God. But you do not live as your human nature tells you to. Instead, you live as the Spirit tells you to. If, in fact, God's Spirit lives in you, whoever does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to him. But if Christ lives in you, the Spirit is life for you, because you have been put right with God, even though your bodies are going to die because of sin. If the Spirit of God, who raised Jesus from the death, lives in you, then he who raised Christ from death will also give life to your mortal human bodies by the presence of his Spirit in you. So then, my friends, we have an obligation but it is not to live as our human nature wants us to. For if you live according, according to your human nature, you are going to die. But if by the Spirit you put death your sinful actions, you will live. Those who are led by God's Spirit are God's children. For the Spirit that God has given you does not make you slaves and cause you to be afraid. Instead, the Spirit makes you God's children. And by the Spirit's power, we cry out to God. Father, my Father, God's Spirit joins himself to our spirits to declare that we are God's children. Since we are his children, we will possess the blessings he keeps for his people, and we will also possess with Christ what God has kept for him. For if we share Christ's suffering, we also share his glory. Okay, I feel like there was a lot to take in, but let's just do a quick recap. Well, not even a recap, I want to piggyback off this chapter. So essentially what the chapter is saying or what Paul is saying in Romans is that if we are to live by the flesh, we cannot please the spirit and we cannot live by the spirit. So in when I'm talking about the war within, I'm talking about how the flesh and the spirit are constantly like in battle. They're constantly at war within within each other. And when the spirit is within us, the flesh is true. We are we are human beings. We are of fleshly desires. But if we have the spirit in us, then the flesh and the spirit are at constant battle. They're constantly at war. They're they're in constant conflict with one another. And when we follow Christ, that is the spiritual warfare that we that we experience the conflict that we experience the flesh and the spirit wants to do two incredibly separate things they couldn't be more further apart from each other and that is why when we follow christ we have we we struggle we have this pull between us but within us I want to say, we have this pull to do what our flesh wants because what our flesh wants is so comfortable. Now, if you're confused about what the works of the flesh could be, it says in Galatians 5 um, verse 19 onwards, it says, Now the works of the flesh are evident, sexual immorality, impurity, idolatry, sorcery, strife, jealousy, Fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like this. I warn you, as I, 
I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. So these are the works of the flesh. And what we read in Romans 8 says, those who live by the flesh, their life is resulted in death. They, that is what their destiny looks like, is death. Those who live by the Spirit, and obviously, I'm going to read you what the works of the Spirit are. Um, we've got in Galatians 5, um, verse 22, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. So what we read in Romans 8 is those who live by the Spirit does not live by the law. We are free from the law. And I think that is so important to realize because there is no condemnation in Christ. I've spoken about this multiple times. I think I the most recent episode of my Q&A I said about you know the different um the difference between condemnation and conviction and how there is no condemnation in Christ and I think when we give when we give way to our flesh and we instantly realize oh, we've just let our flesh win this battle. We feel guilt, shame. Um, what else do we feel? Regret, like all these feelings. And that is condemnation. That Those are feelings of condemnation that does not come from Christ Jesus. Because if we are made whole in Christ Jesus, there is no condemnation in him. So you must think, if these are not from Christ Jesus, Exactly who do these feelings come from? And of course, we've got one other spiritual force in this world that is not for us, but is against us. And that is the enemy. So the enemy's biggest and number one, I guess, motive in this world is to steal, kill and destroy. And he will do that when you, your spirit has failed and your flesh has won. He will make you feel shame, guilt, regret, all the feelings of condemnation he will condemn you and he will turn you away from christ he will say oh you've just let your flesh won don't god's not want to hear gonna want to hear from you don't be going back to him that's embarrassing don't go back to him and he's gonna make you feel like the lord does not want you know does not want you going back to him and that couldn't be further from the truth because the war is still present and it will not end until Jesus comes back on this earth. The war will be ever present until you take your last breath. The war will be constant. Doesn't matter how many times you pray, doesn't matter how many times you read your Bible, it will be there. The war will be there, but it's how you respond to that conflict that benefits you. Now, I can pray 50 times a day, but if I'm constantly giving in to my flesh, there is no point in me praying 50 times a day. What what benefit does that have on me if I'm constantly giving in to the flesh? Now, if I'm reading the Bible and I'm praying for discernment and conviction and strength in the spirit and not in the flesh, then I'm able to fight the battles of the flesh. And I think that's what I realized is I cannot do... I cannot live or I can this war that is happening within I cannot win and by I I mean the spirit cannot win if the spirit is weak and so I need to constantly constantly feed my spirit 
through the word of God, through conversating with Jesus. I like when I when my flesh has given in, it's nine times out of ten, either because I didn't pray that day, or I didn't read the Bible, or get into the word, or because I didn't have a simple intimate conversation with Jesus in the morning. And I always, always am reminded of that when I have given into my flesh. I've realized I didn't talk to God today. No wonder. And I come to realize the reason my flesh won this time is because I didn't ask the Lord to cover me in his strength. I didn't put the armor of God on before I left the house. And now I've walked into a trap set by Satan and my flesh has won. My spirit is weak. My spirit is weak when I do not strengthen it. When I do not look to the Lord to give me the strength my spirit needs. You guys, the desires of the flesh are way stronger because we live in this world. This world is of sin. We live in a sinful world. So the desires of the flesh are not only stronger, but they're so much more easier. They're so much more easier in the sense that you would bump into more non-believers than believers. And so when you are in the midst or when you are surrounding yourself, you know, in the world of non-believers, your flesh enjoys that because that is what your flesh or where your flesh belongs. It belongs in sin. Our flesh is of sin. And so it is so much easier to slip into sin when we are off this world. A great example before I gave my life, oh wow, I just saw <laughs> my coffee glass is um, was just sitting on the ledge there. If I had just tipped that over, the glass would have shattered, which is great. Um, a great example I can think of is before I gave my life to Christ, I was surrounded by people, I've talked about it here, I've talked about it on here many a times, but I was surrounded by people who were of the world and I... It was so easy for me to give into the flesh. It was so easy for me to live for the flesh, live in comfort, live in in sin. And I didn't realize the damages until I came out of that. But it was so easy for me because I was surrounded by people who did it. I was surrounded by, you know, the culture um, social media praises fleshly desires. Um, you know, if you're not hooking up and doing drugs, then are you really, are you really, you know, a fun person? Or if you're not, if you don't have an OnlyFans, do you really make money? Like social media praises fleshly desires. And so we, like I was surrounded by that kind of culture, that kind of, those kind of passions. And it was easy. I never thought twice about it. I never thought twice about it. I gave my life to Christ. Fast forward a couple of years, I gave my life to Christ. Um, still surrounded by those people. But after I gave my life to Christ, I realized, oh my gosh, have I honestly been living in such a dark, dark world? Now, after recognizing it, after recognizing it, after being aware of it, after reflecting, of course I wanted to fight the flesh. Now, I couldn't do it on my own. 
obviously. And so I would call upon Jesus and just ask him to cover me and strengthen me in the spirit so that my spirit does not fail. And, you know, I had times where it did, but I had a lot of times where it didn't. But it wasn't an easy win for the spirit. In the moment, at least, it wasn't an easy win for the spirit. Looking back now, after, it was the best thing that ever happened for the spirit to win in the moment. But in the moment, it was not easy because my flesh was so strong. I am human, which means I'm a sinful person. I'm made of a sinful nature. And so fighting the flesh, which is me, for my spirit to fight the flesh was so uncomfortable, so painful, and just not fun. It was just, yeah, I think the best way to describe it is just uncomfortable. It was just so uncomfortable, especially being a new baby Christian. I wasn't, I mean, I wasn't um, aware of how difficult it would be to give up the ways of the flesh and then surrender to God I thought all I had to do was I mean I I knew there was more to it but I just thought it was easy as you know Jesus I give my life to you and I'm gonna follow you didn't realize I had to crucify the flesh as well didn't realize I had to crucify everything else that I grew up to be it was the hardest thing as a baby Christian But as I grew my relationship with Christ, I realized the more I was in such great communion with him and getting my head in the word, oh my goodness, the Bible helped me so much because I thought I was going crazy. I thought I was going crazy for having these desires, fleshly desires, and, you know, giving my life to Christ. I thought, this cannot be true. How am I... Like, I've just given my life to Christ. How am I feeling this way? How am I feeling such rage? How am I just wanting to feel jealous? How am I just wanting to, you know, give, have these desires of the flesh? Didn't realize it was normal, especially after you give your life to Christ. Didn't realize there was a war going on in my heart. And, you know, such a beautiful verse in Galatians. Again, Galatians is such an incredible chapter. Um sorry, book, but Galatians 5 specifically, um, verse 16, it says, but I say, walk by the spirit and you will not desire the desires of the flesh. Sorry, you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the spirit and the desires of the spirit are against the flesh. For those are, for these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to do. But if you are led by the Spirit, you're not under the law, which we spoke about earlier. So the more I walked in Christ, the more I got my head in the Word, the more I understood the Bible, Galatians, Ephesians, Corinthians, First Peter, Romans. They're such great books of the Bible if you want to learn about the war that goes on within the flesh and the Spirit, of course. Um, and to realize that there is a war and I'm not just going crazy. There is a war and I need to win this war by being led by the spirit constantly and I need to walk by the spirit. So for me to realize that I had to get, I had to build such a close intimacy between God and I, like there was, I mean, an intimate relationship between God and I. And so it became easier to walk by the spirit and easier for me to say no to the flesh. 
Now, did it eliminate fleshly desires altogether? No, that will never happen, like I said. Until we die and until the second coming, the flesh will always want what the flesh wants. But it is what we give in to that matters most. And it is what happens after the fact. Now, you give in to the flesh... But if you still remain in the flesh, then that is going to be more harmful than if you give into the flesh, but then you repent and you go back and you want to give into the spirit. And so um, I was at a church, uh, a different church, not my regular church, a couple of weeks ago. And the pastor at this church was, this was what he was saying. He was talking about the war between the flesh and the spirit. And he was saying how it's like two tenants who hate each other living in your heart in the home of your heart, these tenants are always fighting. One of them is fighting to save your soul and the other is wanting to sell your soul to the devil. And so that is how I, <laughs> these beautiful birds, that is how I imagine this war. It's these two tenants who are taking my soul away from each other and one is obviously saving my soul and one is and the other is selling my soul and so to realize what is doing what and or who is doing what rather and to realize the consequences of the fleshly desires is what makes me want to walk by the spirit more often now like i said i am a human being and the fleshly desires are still very strong they do not just go away so there are days where, and I'm not perfect, so I still give in to these fleshly desires, but they're way less than what it was when, after I started walking by the Spirit. But because I'm still human, and I'm a human being, the fleshly desires are still strong. And one of them, for me, very personally, includes regulating my emotions. Um, I am way better than what I was. But regulating my emotions, it takes me a long time to do so. Um, and if I don't take the time out to regulate my emotions and I act on my emotions, for example, if I'm feeling extreme anger and I act on the anger, that is me giving in to my flesh. That is me giving in to my fleshly desires. If I'm feeling absolute um, frustration, and I start complaining, that is me giving in to my fleshly desires. Now, if I'm walking by the Spirit, I'm able to not just regulate, but I'm able to say, okay, this is not the end of the world. I'm going to be okay. How do I rationalize and move on from this? How do I talk to God? How do I not hold a grudge? How do I be able to share my frustrations with the Lord, but not sound like I'm complaining and still be thankful for what I have and so it is walking by the spirit that has helped me it's like practicing it's making it a habitual you know um habit for me it's making it habitual for me is I practice it walking by the spirit I practice I practice I practice and then I'm eventually walking by the spirit and crucifying the fleshly desires but the desires will always be there now it's as it's how easy is it for you to crucify it um, that really matters or that essentially counts and boils down to it's now I'm able to regulate my emotions when I feel frustration and not complain. I, I, I feel like I, it's very rare if I complain now and then if I do, it's in a way where I'm like, Lord, help me. I'm like struggling. I don't know what to do here. Like, why is this happening? And so it's, 
totally changed my perspective but of course the desires of the flesh are still going to remain so it's me working 10 times harder to make sure that my spirit wins every battle that fights against the flesh i do not want my flesh to be the sole tenant of my house in the house that i live in i want the spirit to lead and fight and fight and fight but the only way i can do that is if i walk by the spirit and i need to give up my fleshly desires for that i need to realize i'm not off this world if i want to be off this world then one don't bother giving yourself to christ because if you follow Christ, you are set apart from this world. So don't bother following Christ if you want to be of this world. You are just, I mean, be of this world. There's no point um, in giving your life to Christ. Because once you give your life to Christ, there is a war within. And you need to be able to fight. You need to be able to fight. We are followers of Christ. I will absolutely, I mean... I will never sit down and allow my flesh to win. There have been times where it has won, but I've always gotten back up and I've repented and I've said sorry to the Lord and I've asked for forgiveness and I've fought. I've gotten back up and I've fought again and again and I will do that till my last breath on this earth. I will never let the flesh win. And by win, I mean I will never let it win and then for me, for it to take my soul away. I will never feel condemned because that is not what Christ Jesus did on this earth. He didn't die on the cross for us to feel condemned. He removed that stain on our hearts, that stain, that sin would have, you know, plastered all over our hearts if Jesus didn't die on the cross for us. And so I'm here because I'm free from condemnation and I'm here because I'm born of the flesh, so the flesh is going to fight. But I'm here because I've given my life to Christ and the spirit is to win this war. I think I always think about the story of Jesus praying in the Garden of Gethsemane right before he was about to get arrested. And I think about how Jesus, he asked his favorite disciples or his best friends, um, his disciples to pray with him in the garden of Gethsemane before his arrest but they kept falling asleep they kept falling asleep and Jesus warned them he said the spirit is willing but the flesh is weak so how many times I mean I don't know it makes me sad to think about how Jesus asked them to pray for him pray with him during such a vital and pivotal moment of what would change the rest of the world and they fell asleep i mean i don't, i can't say that i wouldn't have done the same because our flesh is weak our spirit is willing but our flesh is weak and it just i guess it just makes me think am i going to be one of those disciples is that who i want to be is that what i want to end up you know if Jesus calls me one day and says for me to do something, am I going to do the opposite because my flesh is stronger than my spirit is? I need to train my flesh to be weaker than the spirit. I cannot let it be even on the same level and no way stronger than the spirit. The flesh needs to be weaker than the spirit and the weak, the spirit needs to be stronger. And for that, I need to constantly walk by the spirit and yeah, I just always think about that story and it just, sometimes it makes me really upset because I'm like, 
oh my gosh, these guys just had one job. And, you know, all Jesus asked was to pray, pray with, you know, pray with him. How many of us can, you know, and I'm sure to, you know, to the disciples' defense, I'm sure it was probably like 3 a.m. or 2 a.m. or something crazy. And they were sleepy, they were tired. And I feel like I'm most definitely certain I would have fallen asleep as well. But I don't want to be one of those people. I don't want to be where at a pivotal time Jesus calls me and my flesh is weak. My flesh is stronger than the spirit. I don't want to be in that situation. I don't want to be able to tell Jesus or I don't want to even tell Jesus that I'm so sorry. My flesh was stronger than the spirit. I want to tell him, oh my gosh, my spirit was stronger and I and I won this battle. You know, my spirit. Every time I fight the flesh, and boy, oh boy, can I tell you, it is more times than I can count when I encounter a rude stranger or, you know, when I see someone be really nasty to someone else or when I see something on social media, all of the rage and the frustration and, you know, my flesh just wants to fight. Um, and obviously when I give in to the spirit and not the flesh, I feel incredibly happy and proud of myself that I did that and that my spirit was willing and it fought and I was led by the spirit um I feel immense pride after and obviously pride of myself but just pride in the sense that I didn't let the enemy win this time it makes me absolutely jump up and down for joy when I realized the enemy lost another, you know, one of his schemes. Another one of his tricks was down the toilet. And yeah, it just makes me so happy. And I always remind myself of what is to come of the feeling after the fact. Like I can just imagine Jesus saying, wow, I'm so proud of you for getting through that. Like you two years ago would have absolutely never never thought that you would have given into your flesh and two years later look at you now fighting the flesh and so you guys my greatest reminder is there is a war within there is a war within and it's so important to identify what it is you know if you are unsure if something is going to please god then that is an answer in itself that is an answer in itself if you are not sure if this is either a fleshly desire or something you're walking by the spirit if you aren't sure if this is going to bring glory to Jesus' name, then that is there is your answer. It's a fleshly desire. So constantly be aware, recognize the desires of the flesh and the desires of the spirit and train yourself to walk by the spirit because it's not going to be easy. You will always come across a point in your point in your life or situation or it can be anything you will always come across your flesh fighting and fighting for what it wants but you need to be stronger and you can only do that through the strength that christ gives you okay guys i'm going to wrap up today's episode here i hope you enjoyed it it was a long one but thank you so much for tuning in for another episode i'd love to do a part two on this one i just feel like there's so much i can talk about um probably get into the bible maybe in the part two um just dig a little deeper into the stories of the bible we'll see um the flesh and war the flesh and war <laughs> the flesh and the spirit the war within um actually you know happening in the bible and 
the different stories that Jesus tells us and you know the warnings he gives us about the flesh and the spirit um so maybe if you're interested I could do a part two on this um down the track because I just love this topic and yeah it's just one of my favorites so yeah let me know if you'd like to um listen to your part two but apart from that I hope you enjoyed today's episode I hope you have a great rest of your day make sure you're following the podcast page and its Instagram page and I will talk to you guys in two weeks bye